Hey, what's going on? Welcome to episode four of the Goals to Growth podcast. Um, today, we're going to have a conversation about AI. Um, if you're not living under a rock, you've probably heard of it. Um, things like ChatGPT, different platforms, but AI is taking over right now. It is. Yeah. Um, it's something to get used to. I've been kind of stubborn about it, so... I'm slowly like uh-huh. dipping my feet into it. Yeah, like, I noticed like there is some like level of fear around AI. Some people are like, oh, it's gonna take over the world. And you got some people that are like, no, this is gonna be the solution. There's so much you can do. Um, but I think you should take like a, or just people in general should take a um, innovative approach to it. Like use it to, you know, advance whatever you're trying to do. I think for most people, like I think my biggest fear with not trying it out, like uh-huh. when I first heard about it, was uh-huh. like. I had no idea how to use it. Yeah. I had no real. idea. It's that's just real. the fact of like, you don't know what to do with it. So like, you know, ChatGPT exists, right? But why wasn't I using it? Yeah. I had no idea how to use it. I think it's worth knowing too for people, for any listeners or, or viewers that may just like not know anything about AI, right? Um, AI stands for artificial intelligence. And what it is, just, just so you have an understanding of what AI actually is, like you hear, you see it, you know, different platforms. It's a form of machine learning, right? So in other words, um, AI doesn't know anything that is not taught, right? So it's, so how does ChatGPT know everything? Because humans gave it a database. A database Mm -hmm. is just essentially think of it like an encyclopedia um, where it has a lot of information and it's trained when you um, ask ChatGPT a question um, ChatGPT is like a platform um, for that uses AI to allow you to interact with it. You ask it a question, it gets you a response. So when you're asking ChatGPT a question, it's looking at the words you put, looking at the order you put, and looking and referencing like a database, a big um, library, um, if you will, of information. And it's saying, okay, what re- what can I relate this to in my database? Oh, that looks like this and this and this. Let's put this together and give it back to them. Gotcha. And it's done that. On a repeated basis, and users like people that are interacting with ChatGPT yeah. can then say if that response was good or bad. And as you say that was good, ChatGPT is like, "Oh, great, I did good. So let me do something else like that next time." And over time, it just gets more and more smart. So that's kind of a so brief you can train it. You yeah. can train it a hundred percent. Okay. OpenAI, OpenAI is the platform that created ChatGPT. Okay. And um. Yeah, they've done over the time. Over time, they've been training um, the algorithm or the system. So now it's pretty, it's pretty spot on. Okay. See, I always thought ChatGPT was like scanning the internet, but yeah. it's not. It's scanning some sort of database. It's scanning its own database because it wouldn't be allowed to scan the internet. That would create some privacy, some copyright, like a lot of issues. Yeah. A lot of issues. So- but look, they say. I think you told me this that ChatGPT um, plagiarizes. So how yeah. does it plagiarize if it's grabbing from like a database? So what is it plagiarizing? The database can include historical data. Um, so I don't know if you've seen like if you tried to ask ChatGPT about like current events, it's only educated up until um, twenty twenty one. Okay. So it can't do anything after that. So it's like it's limited into what it can um, pull from. I think it's 2021, but I know it's not. It's not current. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, that's kind of a problem. Yeah. Because it's 2023. Like, when 20, yeah. it's about to be 2024. Yeah, it's not that huge of a problem, though, because the things you would be able to use it for, you can't say what happened yesterday, Chad, you see, because it doesn't know. Because it, it wasn't know. trained on that. Yeah. It's like, it's a, it's a, it's a trade-off. It's like, how much do you want to know versus how well do you want to be trained? So, and you know, as newer models come out, as it advances, there'll be AIs that can, um, you know, use current current events. There are some other ones you can. Okay. So I know with AI and your business, yeah. um, you love using AI. I do love using AI. And... AI is my best friend. <laughs> best friend. Best friend, absolutely. <laughs> Y'all are besties. And so AI probably saves you a lot of time. Does yeah. it? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, like, how much time do you think you save a week using AI for your business? A week. Mm-hmm. A week's worth of time is the answer. Like, the entire week. Because, now, honestly, AI has the power to do tasks in a way um, that takes you out of it so that things can happen in the background. Okay. So, like, because things are always going on in the background of my business, um... I would say that it's a consistent, it's a consistent thing. So it's hard to quantify like how much time I say because, like, it's all the time. Basically, it's all the time. Um, you know, there are different ways in the business okay. that it saves time. For me specifically, um, I have a video marketing company, Films to Reels. Okay. And a big part of that is creating content. Um, and a big problem people have, even I find that I have, is one. Coming up with ideas. Okay. How do you come up with ideas? So Chat GBT comes up with ideas or like Yeah, hundred percent. Chat GBT really? comes up with ideas. Mm-hmm. So you can and the thing about AI, like I said, it doesn't have its own brain. Relatively. Okay. It kinda does, but <laughs> for the sake of this example, I'm gonna say that it doesn't. Um, because it's all about what you put into it, what you can get out. Because okay. it's, it's referencing databases based on what you tell it, based on the keywords that it sees in your um, prompt. So if I'm looking to create content for um, my brand or another business, I'm going to first give it a role. I'm going to tell ChatGPT who it is. Like It doesn't know. You got to pretend like it's nobody. Okay. Right? You got to treat ChatGPT like it's stupid. All right? I'm going to say, hey, ChatGPT, um, you're a copywriter. A copywriter is somebody that writes content. For, for a, a business or a brand or whatever. So I'm going to say, hey, ChatGPT, you're a copywriter. Um, the name of the business that you work for is Films to Reels, which is my marketing company. And I need you to create um, three captions for me for my Instagram post. And I want to make sure that you target business owners, people that have a business, people that are entrepreneurs. And also, um, if you could add emojis and few hashtags and give me like three options and make sure they sound conversational and fun. I don't want it to be too professional. Enter, chat GPT, give it to you. Okay. Play, play. Now me sitting down, I feel like where a lot of people get stuck is looking at a blank screen and starting from scratch. Like when you're looking at a blank screen and you're like, I need to post on social media, I need to come up with something out of my head and I don't have any reference, it can be like stifling. Like you don't, you get stuck. Because that's, that's, <clears throat> that's really what it is when you log into ChatGPT. It's a blank screen. 
-hmm. And it's like, I think it says like, how can I help you or something like that. Yeah. So you have to figure out like, what, how can it help me? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And even like going into like Instagram or a platform, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, whatever, like you go on there, you see all this content, you know, you need to create it. So you're looking at like, okay, what can I create? And you know, that's where my best friend can be, ChatGPT. So what kind of tasks do you specifically use ChatGPT for for your business? For my business, I use it for, well, I'll I'll say not just ChatGPT, because I feel like a lot of people put a lot of emphasis on ChatGPT. ChatGPT is not the only AI tool. I've used hypotenuse. Hypotenuse is yeah. a, another one. Hypotenuse is dope. Uh, hypotenuse is great because it's designed specifically for copywriting, um, the art of copywriting, um, where basically copywriting is, is a form of, of writing where you're writing to sell okay. for a specific purpose. You're writing to connect. You're writing to convert. You're writing to get somebody to take some type of action and typically buy something. There's a purpose. Yeah, right on purpose. Yeah, what I like about hypotenuse is that there's categories. Mm-hmm. It's a lot less um, intimidating yeah. than ChatGPT. Yeah. So if you want to make an Instagram caption, yeah. there's a section that says Instagram caption. caption. Yeah. There's a section for blog articles. Like you can really like, it's very specific to whatever it is you need. So. Yeah. I like hypotenuse. Yeah, it's dope because it gives you that structure. A lot of people coming into something like ChatGPT, where, like you were saying earlier, it's blank up front, and you got to give it a full prompt to exactly what you want. Hypotenuse allows you to, like he was saying, go into um, those different categories. So it has like templates, more or less. It has templates um, that prepares you to use the AI for specific purposes. Like Instagram captions, a blog post, uh, email, but then they also have an open one. So if you want to just go open and just give it a prompt, you can also do that. And the thing I really like about Hypotenuse for copywriting like blog posts is um, you can you can check for plagiarism, so that it will scan it'll scan the web. Hypotenuse and scan the current web. Okay. And it can check to see if what it generated for you matches anything um, that's already on the web based on kind of what you were discussing and talking about. Um, And it'll give you a a plagiarism score. So it'll it'll give you a percentage of how much your content may match another person's content on the the web. If it's below, I would say 20% should be good. But above 20% is you're in some... Some murky waters. Yeah, I would probably tell it to to regenerate, to regenerate another another response. And it should it should be because it's trained to not plagiarize. So it'll reword things and make sure that you're in the clear. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So let me go back to my original question: Is yeah. what task do you um, do you use? Um, what task do you like dedicate to AI in yeah. your business? What are some tasks that you normally? You're like, hey, yeah. ChatGPT, take care of this. Yeah. I would say, I feel like people have that image of it, but it doesn't really do tasks for me. Yeah. It doesn't do tasks. It it assists. I would think of ChatGPT less of a a doer. It's not, it's not like the driving force. It's more of an assistant. Okay. So it's, I have my tasks I do for my business, and ChatGPT helps, like, or AI helps because another AI that I use 
on a daily basis is Notion. Okay. Notion has AI built into it. So Notion. Okay. We've talked yeah. about Notion before. Yeah. And you have an uh, you have an affiliate Get Notion. with Notion too. Get Notion. Good looks key. Yeah. Can you give It'll me right on the, the affiliate link. The affiliate link is in the bio. So talk a little yes. bit about Notion Let's too. Get into Notion. So Notion allows you to first organize things very clearly. Um you can have different categories, like in a business, in a business sense, you got your um Sales, you know, this is where you got all your contacts, people you're going to reach out to. You got your um, operations where you might do your project management. You can see the different stages. For me as a videographer, it might be um, sent out the proposal, um, schedule the shoot, video editing, and then final delivery to the client. You can see like where projects are along the way, um, a lot of different things. But when I'm going into Notion and I'm creating, um, let's say, a commercial for a business. Okay. Um, I can make the process a lot quicker. Okay. It can't do it for me. Well, I could tell it to write out the commercial, but I want to put my human creative touch on it yeah. so we can work together. Um, so I'll go into Notion. I say, "Hey, write me a uh, a shot list for uh, for a commercial about soul food." All okay. Right? So it'll give me a shot list, and I can go in from there and kind of adjust it and move it around. So. Think of it like an assistant. Okay, so the shot a, list, it tells you what shots? Yeah, to... tell me what shots that I need to make sure I include based on whatever message I want to get across. So I'll tell it, hey, I want to, I want it to, okay, let's do this. You are a director of photography for Film Surreal, my company. Okay. Um, your job is to write a treatment. A treatment is like a, a plan for the video. Write a treatment for this commercial Um Tell me the shot list that need to be included. I know for sure I want to have this shot and this shot go. It'll give it to me. And then from there, I can go in and edit it. Okay. See, that's one thing I haven't done yet. I haven't told, like, AI, this is who you are. Yes. I feel like I've been missing that part. That's crazy. Yeah, giving the AI a role is a huge part of it. Okay. Because I was going to say, like, AI for beginners. Like, people like me. And I... I'm kind of a beginner, but I feel like I'm like yeah. getting up there now. Yeah. Um, okay. You got an AI expert out here. Yeah, low key. Contact Social Academy <laughs> for all your AI needs. <laughs> so, like, someone who wants to get acclimated with AI, like, yeah. what what AI tools should they start out with? I know everyone knows about ChatGPT already, yeah. but yeah. like, what are some like tips and then. Like, how, how can someone get started? How can they dip their feet in the water? Yeah. Um, start with ChatGPT. Okay. Start with GPT because it's probably one of the simplest ones to engage with. Go create yeah. an account. You got a, you, you know, username, password. You got a, a Google account. You connect that. And just get in there and play with it. Honestly, um, simple as it sounds, like, the yeah. best way to learn it is just get in there and play with it. So, um I know I had, when I first started using ChatGPT, I actually had it write a webinar um, description for me. See, Keith, as a beginner, is going in and doing very advanced things. That's why you got to contact the Source Academy for all your AI needs. <laughs> Stop it. They don't think I do that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I just, I told I told him or her, I don't know. Because you, you didn't give it a role or identity. Yeah, I was like, I need you to write a webinar description about X, Y, and Z, 
and it gave me like this long winded description. It was like yeah. honestly pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then once I read the description, and what also helps is when you give it its first prompt. So when it gave me the first webinar description, I was like, mm, it's not specific enough. It missed this point. So yeah. then you could go back in yeah. and kind of let it know like you can add another point in and then it becomes even more specific. Yeah. So Yeah. Oh, on that, I think you could think of it like a painting. Like you know how at first you go in and you draw like the outline of what you want to do, maybe in pencil or you sketch it. Yeah. And then you go in and you do like the base colors and then you start adding the details and then you might overlay it with something else and make a little adjustment. So you can like mold the response. Once you get it, once you get a response, it's not set in set in stone. Like you can then go and say, make it a little shorter or mm, make it more funny. That's too serious. And then it is it, it will reference what was said earlier in the conversation. So it's an ongoing conversation. It's not like a fresh start every time you talk to it. But yeah, yeah that's a good point. Yeah. So I learned that about it. And so, okay, content creators, we got mm. you. So AI can also be used for content creators. Yeah. Um, so what are some good AI applications you've used as a content creator? Yeah. So specific to this, I have yeah. a, uh, a four-week program that teaches you how to use AI for um, content creation. And I will touch on the four steps of that program. Yeah. So the first step is understanding who you are as a business. Yeah, and also if you want to sign up for the program, click the link in the bio. Yes, we'll have it in the show notes. Um, but yeah, the first the first step is learning who you are as a business. Okay. And what that looks like is, okay, who do I serve? Who am I serving? Um, for me, who's my target audience? Is business owners, entrepreneurs that are that offer services, so service based. Um, the next thing is, what problem do they have? Okay. For me, that problem is. Um, there, one, the biggest thing I hear is I can't stay consistent or I don't have the time to create content. Okay. Um, so we'll understand the problem. Next one is what are the benefits? Like what do people get out of working with me? And I'll refer to the problem. Now you get consistency. Now you get high quality. Now you have ideas galore. You don't have to feel stuck. Um, and then, so in that first one, we're getting those ideas. The next one, week two, where, um, Starting to create the content. Okay. All right. We're using ChatGPT and using that information that we put together in week one. And then we're crafting um, our prompts so that we can easily send that information into ChatGPT. Okay. And we can get out exactly what we're looking for. Um, so we can see, okay, this is the different options that I have that I can say when I'm creating the video. And it aligns with your brand and your business. Week three, that's when we start... Um, we start editing. We learn how to use, um, oh, this is one I missed that I use a lot. Okay. Um, captions, captions AI. Um, use captions AI. And what that does is it'll allow you to upload your video and it'll automatically put like the creative captions that you see so often on like. It chooses the captions. Yes. Is that, okay. And you can do like creative captions where it has like designs. You can change the colors. You can tell it whether you want to add emojis and stuff like that. Okay. Something you see all the time on like YouTube Shorts, TikTok, um, Instagram Reels, but Captions AI is a lot of times behind all those pretty beautiful captions that you see. Okay. So we learned that in week three. 
And then week four, um, we learned some tools that aren't necessarily AI, but like Agora Pulse, where you can go in and post this content that you created to all platforms at one time. So okay, so kinda... Agora is you can post for like Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, what else? Facebook. Threads. What about Threads? It doesn't have Threads. Okay. It have threads. You got to go in and write Threads. But you, I usually do YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And then it can also do Google My Business, which is dope. A lot of people forget to post there, but that's really good for like SEO and making sure your business gets found on um, search. SEO. What is SEO? See, SEO. Ooh, SEO. It's something that we do not offer. FM's the real. <laughs> but just so you know what it is, it stands for Search Engine Optimization. And it's interesting that, um, that we talk about the AI because Google in Search Engine is about to implement AI. To where Google's gonna have AI. Yes. To where you can search using artificial intelligence and interact with it like a conversation versus just searching um that's, the regular way. That's gonna be different. And the reason I brought it up is because they're saying that that might be um what 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 happened to the dinosaurs? Extinct? They yes, it extinct. might make ACO extinct. Oh because of the new model of interacting with AI and um, artificial intelligence to find content. So we don't know. But why? Why would that make SEO extinct? Because you can still like what the current AI system of it. The, the system would change. Okay. About what would benefit you and what wouldn't, and what wouldn't make a difference? Because they're trying to come back like people making all this like bulk content with AI putting on their website just for SEO. And it's like it might be just you know uh, clickbait. Like a clickbait. Um, filler content, like things that aren't actually of value. Um, but Google has some things to weed that out. Like if somebody's, if you're creating AI content that's not that good and doesn't have that human touch on it, um, what'll happen is people will come to it and they'll feel that. They might not know it because the content is there obviously, but they get there, they feel it, they don't connect with it, they'll leave early. So your viewership and how long people are staying on the page will yeah. start to go down because you, you got a lot of AI content. Yeah. So you Come probably on. have a higher bounce rate too because people are just coming yeah. to the page and leaving right away. Exactly. So that's kind of a way that Google is combating this wave of um, AI-generated content that's taking over the web. That's yeah. scary. SEO is yeah. going to be gone. Oh my gosh. He is a, a, a journalist <laughs> and does a lot of articles. So. Yeah, like so much traffic especially with not even just news websites but just websites in general like your traffic a bulk of your tra a bulk of your traffic is going to come from SEO yeah. like so it's people searching stuff on Google so I'm interested to see how that's going to look um, yeah. in a couple years or in a I don't know how long this Yeah there's already there's already I want to say there's already beta out so you can you can try it out so I'll I'll double check on that I don't know if it's out yet I know they mentioned it um, I went to a Google AI workshop, and that's where yeah. they were start talking about some of the things you're gonna roll out um, in the future with AI versus like adding Google AI to um, what's it called, uh, Google Ads, yeah. where it'll create your. We talked about that I think in episode one maybe, but um, basically the AI will allow you to create ad creative or images, photos, videos um, with like fake backgrounds and create these product videos all just from one picture using AI. But that's wow. it's a lot of stuff on the way. Ooh. Yeah. Why don't we talk about a few AI tools to give them a toolkit um, yeah. to wrap? So, um, I would say you know, we already talked about ChatGPT. 
Um, another one that's good, I think, is uh, Canva. Canva AI. Canva has AI? Canva has AI that'll assist with um, some designing, some wording. Um, another one that I really like is Typeform. Typeform is a form builder that also has AI built in, so it'll allow you to create forms, entire forms and, and flows of like, you know, contact forms, um, lead generation forms when you're trying to give people information. Um, it'll give you suggestions on how you should word things so that people are more likely to complete and fill out the forms. Oh. So that's really good for, you know, boosting those conversion rates, getting people to actually sign up on your website. Um, I always got to mention Notion. Notion is the GOAT. <laughs> um, Notion is great for organizing um, your business, getting your sales operations, finances, pricing, all that in place. And you can use AI to, you know, help you generate um, ideas, different information that may align with each of those categories of your business. Um, yeah. Okay. So, like, for business owners or just professionals in general who want to um, implement AI into their business, like, what are some steps you feel like, what are some steps they can take to start? Yeah. And I, I know say, it may depend on the business type, but, like... Yeah. I would say, at first, it really depends on... Yeah, it, it really depends on that business type. What are you trying to do in your business that that needs that um, that extra push or that assistant? What, what what do you need assistant for? I would say, you're going to hire an assistant today to do something for you in your business. First, understand what you have them to do. So, let's start, let's start with you, Kia. Okay. <laughs> In the Source Academy, okay. what if you were to hire an assistant for the Source Academy today, what would you have them to do? What would I have them do? Probably scan over my client intake forms yeah. and recognize, okay, the qualities about them that are keeping them stuck where they are. Yeah. Highlight wh what career they have, you know, just their demographic as well. And for people who may not know, what is the what does your business do, first of all? So we help people grow in their current careers and also transition into different careers that are more better aligned with their values and passions. So if you're someone who maybe you've been in the same career for a couple years and you know deep down it's not what you want to do, we help you figure out what it is you truly want to do and then we create a plan for you to actually move forward and become unstuck where you are right now. So. Yeah. Okay. So then the assistant, you said, would scan over... The intake forms and pretty uh -huh. much, like, throw me a small blurb of, like... Yeah. Kind of like a um, a small profile of this person. Okay. Cool. So to recap, um, the business helps people um, move from where they are to where they want to be in life. And... Right? Yeah. And then you, in the beginning, you ask them, okay, where are you currently? Where do you want to be? Um, through a form. Yeah, like what are you, you know, what what are your hobbies? What do you enjoy doing? Mm -hmm. Just like little things like that. Okay. And then you want that the and you will have your assistant look at that intake form yeah. and give you a short blur of what it is. And then you would then have your initial meeting or a discovery call with the person. Yes. All right. So in that situation, I would say so there's a combination of things that need to happen. Okay. First thing is I need automation. A notebook. <laughs> First thing is the automation. You're gonna okay. be the automation because 
things that happen over and over and over again, like somebody filling out an intake form that's gonna happen with every single client. Yeah. Um, I would build an automation. Now we'll talk about automations um in the next episode. So make sure you tap into episode what was that five? Five. Episode yeah, episode five. five. Wow, <laughs> we're out here rolling with this podcast. But um episode five, we're gonna be talking about automations. Um, but I want to give you a brief idea of automation. All it is is one thing happens and it automatically triggers something else to happen. That's the base of what an automation is. So when somebody fills out that form, I would create an automation. And to help you remember it, automation, think automatic. All right, something happens automatically when the next thing happens. That's what the um, base is, automate for something to happen automatically. But when somebody fills out that form, the automation makes it go to ChatGPT automatically. You don't even have to go to ChatGPT. And it sends a prompt to ChatGPT that already is ready and it fills in that client's information from the form. And now um, the ChatGPT sends that response and then we can create another automation to send an email to you that includes ChatGPT's summary. So all you did was get an email with a summary and all the other stuff happened in the background. So you're using AI wow. and your automation. That's a huge time saver. Huge time saver. Yeah. So all you see is appointment on your calendar and a summary of what you guys are supposed to talk yeah, about. Yeah, literally three sentences of like, yeah. okay, cool. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That was, a, that was a good little breakdown. There you go. <laughs> AI automation is a powerful combination. All right, guys. So make sure that you drop any AI questions you may have, whether you're a content creator, entrepreneur, business owner, drop them in the comments. Um, also, like this video if you appreciated this content. And also, subscribe to our channel if you want to see more content like this. And also make sure you visit our website. That's goals to growth.com. Use the number two, not T-O. Goals, number two, growth.com. Make sure you subscribe and uh, you can be notified when we have new episodes. Thanks for tuning in today.